This podcast is an examination of the historical research of William Branham and his message cult following. William Branham was a minister in the gambling town of Jeffersonville, Indiana, just across the river from Louisville, Kentucky, as early as 1933. He came in contact with the Reverend Roy E. Davis, an official spokesperson for the 1915 Ku Klux Klan, and later Imperial Grand Dragon of the Ku Klux Klan. Davis introduced Branham to the Pentecostal faith and the art of faith healing, which would later be introduced into Branham's stage persona as he took his place among the evangelists in the post-World War II healing revival. Branham is credited by some as being a catalyst for the Latter Rain Movement and Jim Jones of People's Temple. This podcast is not sympathetic to the views of the Ku Klux Klan that William Branham held, but it is disturbing and warrants research. This podcast is an examination of that research. You can find more about this research and other topics on the website william-branham.org. Join us as we turn back the pages of time and examine the controversial issues of William Branham and his message. John chapter 9 tells a story that we're all familiar with of Jesus healing the beggar man blind from birth. And if you were in the religious following of William Branham, there are many aspects of this story that you can relate with your past. But the point being made by the writer seems to be lost in translation by the message. The gospel of divine healing was part of the Pentecostal foundation laid by John Alexander Dowie of Zion City, Illinois. And it was the precursor to the health and wealth gospels that we see today with men swinging coats, smacking other people on the head with their Bibles, living lives of luxury. Until he fell to adultery, Dowie himself built the wealth of the city that was founded on divine healing, proving that this new gospel was a moneymaker that would fund expensive mansions, dens, hunting trips, and more. But this new gospel will tell you that living ascetic lives or the mind-over-matter faith can bring healing to your body, and it produces a following having chronic illness that they blame on themselves for their own lack of faith or their failures in life. It alters their viewpoint from of God from the loving God who loved us enough to send his only son to die for us. That loving God changes into a God of wrath and punishment. The work that God's son did on the cross for us becomes of non-effect. The disciples, having been trained in the law of Moses, had a similar viewpoint. The man was blind. He must be cursed. His sins must have him bound, or he would have been able to see. The sins of the fathers must be his plague, or he would not have been born blind. His faith must be weak. But Jesus said no. John chapter 9 tells us that our afflictions are not as important as the soul of man. The trials that we endure are only temporary. 
and through our condition, others may come to know Christ. Whether in our healing or in our patience and long-suffering, we are a witness to others. Jesus said that this man did not sin, nor did his fathers. He said that the man was born this way so that others might believe. And Jesus said that while he was in the world, he was the light of the world, and these works would be done for all to believe. And he said the night was coming when no man can work. Compare this to the man in Arizona that Branham said would one day say the right thing and rise out of his wheelchair to walk again. Though he never walked until the day of his death, this man's faith was in his own words for his healing, not in Jesus Christ. And as he died, I'm sure he must have wondered what he should have said to gain that healing and why he never said it. Instead of focusing on the patience and the long-suffering that are the fruits of the Spirit, this man focused on his own works. The Apostle Paul tells us that worldliness was to focus on the things of this world, not in the coming kingdom. Did the gospel of divine healing teach us to focus on our mortal bodies that will soon fade away? Was this gospel focused on the world instead of the kingdom of heaven? Was Branham's gospel worldly? Uh -huh.